0: Hey, uh, there's music going on in the background.
1: I mean, it's relevant, but what was that?
0: There was definitely like classic classical music playing for
1: a minute.
2: I, is it still playing? Yes. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like Let's Go. It does. I don't have anything playing right now. Do you hear it? No. It's so loud. That's definitely on your side, not me, because I can't hear it. And oh, the live stream has started! (laughs) Oh my (laughs) gosh! What the live stream in the background? (laughs) Who's opening?
0: You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Slackoth has its day, a summer of legendary raids, meta-relevancy of the new Generation 4 Pokemon, and more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to episode 48 of the GoCast podcast. It's May 28th, I'm your host Chris, and I'm joined... As always, by Kyle. Haya and Ness. Hello. I did those backwards. You how's did how the dream feel? It I know <laughs> there was I'm a shit. there a little... was like a mental hang time for a second, like, oh, that was my name. I'm a little, <laughs> a little
1: bit upset. A little bit.
0: Well, hello. We're recording on yet another Tuesday. Uh, we set a record for the first time for RS, made history by recording for the first time on a Tuesday, and we liked it so much we decided to do it again. Actually, that's a lie. It just happens to be on a Tuesday because the weekend was jam-packed, full of things Memorial Day related and, and otherwise, such as weddings in other states. Yes, it's a good time. Had a really great time this yeah. weekend. But um, we're not here to talk about our weekends. We're here to talk about, I guess, our weeks in general, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess would include the weekend. Yeah, sure, I can. Okay. Anyway, let's uh let's talk about uh some goals. All right, so to follow up from the last episode, because he's not here, Geo, a.k.a. Reversal, set some goals for himself. It was 26 raids for his golden champion badge, and he was going to get 12 million experience. And within one day, he got his gold champion badge. I was following him on Twitter, and he was talking about it. I was like, hey, look, look at you. One goal down. And then just a few days later, he met his XP goal. So Jeez. congratulations to him. That's crazy. That uh, twelve million experience in that short amount of time. Wowza. Okay. Ness your goals. Yes. Two hundred thousand experience. Yes. Two lunch raids. Yeah. And then three air quotes interesting raids. Yeah. So before okay, well you said yeah already. All right. So let's back up. Let's pretend <laughs> okay. you didn't say yeah. Okay. What does interesting mean? Because you said you were gonna define it this week.
1: I don't know, something that is a little bit offbeat. So not like tier one through three, I guess. Let's see, I did Azalf raids, I did a Cresselia raid, I did a Tyranitar raid, Ooh. I did some fun stuff, I that think.
0: definitely qualify for air quotes, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Good for you, yeah. well, that's all three. Thank three you. Three for three. Uh-huh. You played a lot this week. I did. That's awesome. I did. Kyle, you ready? You're up on yes. the chopping block. 300,000 experience. No. Ooh. It's, close. Oh. it's close. close. What'd you get but... now?
2: 250. So that's
0: not bad. It's still it's better close. than the usual. Two hundred thousand
2: that we, you know, we ballpark. Good for you. And then uh, some raids. <laughs> I I did get to do some, not nearly as many as I wanted to. OK, I think I did three or four the whole time. Most of those were on the weekend and they were all like one or two star raids. Yeah, I don't know how to quantify. So I guess some raids. I mean, I guess you
0: did your a handful your of raids, goal. a yeah.
1: bushel of raids,
0: a smattering of raids.
2: A pack of raids, a host of raids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, what what would a, a, a multiple gaggle of raids. raids? I like gaggle of raids. A gaggle of raids. I I feel like a murder is more A,
0: a, a cornucopia of raids. Only if it's towards five hundred raids a summer is it a murder <laughs> of raids? Let me just tell you there. God, I'm really I'm gearing up for this. It'd be great. I'm so excited. We're getting close. It's right around the corner. After Go Fest. Thank the polka gods. One thing at a time. <laughs> All right. Uh my goals for this past week, two hundred thousand stardust. I did that. I actually got a lot more than that. We'll talk about that in a little bit. I currently have zero. Oh. And uh regionals. And I'll talk about that later in our kind of used, sometimes not used, but also relatively new PvP section later on in the show. So we'll get there. But uh, before we do move on to, you know, the relevant news, do want to say if you guys would like to help support this show, uh, go ahead and leave a review in iTunes or Stitcher. Much appreciated. And we'll talk about other stuff later. On to the news. So the first thing we're going to talk about, and Kyle, I'm really hoping you got to participate because uh, we didn't. I already know the answer to this, but uh, we're Lapras Raid Day. How did did it go, everybody? Kyle, in one word or or less.
2: (laughs) That's zero words. You don't have to say it even if you don't want to. (laughs) No, it it didn't go.
0: Ness. Also no. Chris, also no. It didn't happen. It's the first event that all three of us have probably missed ever since we all started playing kind of you know, in concert, as it were. I mean, I I was kind of bummed. I really wanted to get out there and do some, but we had an event, like I said, to drive to that was in a different state uh, later on that evening. And so, like, we had to get ready for that, get things together and stuff like that. So we didn't really get a chance to go.
2: Kyle, you were working, right? No, I was uh, visiting my sister who I hadn't seen in, like, three or four months. So I just oh. was, you know, having a nice lunch. That's worth it, though. Yeah, That's social engagements. it social a great time. Yeah, okay. That's how it goes.
0: That being said, uh, apparently this was a really awesome event. Lots of people were super excited. Yeah. The shiny rate was apparently 1 in 10. That's what the silver. was. That road is not bad. Is really good. That's amazing. It, I'm jealous. The normal shiny rates like 1 in 19 for events that are similar to this in the past, and Lapras was pretty easy to duo if you had a proper team of Pokémon around level 30, so pretty accessible as well depending Uh, but seeing as the three of us didn't participate i guess that's pretty much all we can all we can say about this event (laughs) yeah lots of shiny Lapras all around social media shout out to you guys if you got some here's something else you can look forward to slack off community day i'm
1: actually really excited about this are you i love slack off
0: slack off is pretty great he's ridiculous here's when it's happening we already knew the date for this saturday june 8th it's happening three to six local time still in that afternoon pocket Prime time, you know. Here are the features: Slackoth appear more frequently in the wild. Well, I sure hope so. Lure modules will last three hours for the duration of the event. No surprises so far. Mm-hmm. You may encounter a shiny Slackoth if you're lucky. And who here can tell me what color Slackoth is?
1: Is it is it gold, yellow, no, green? No. Is it green?
0: No. It's pink. <laughs> Finally, something that isn't green. I'm Downside very, though, very excited. shiny okay.
2: slacking is just like a slightly darker variation of his same uh, color. Right. That's how it pink. usually is, right? He looks like he's minorly sunburned,
0: just a little bit. Yeah, poor guy. Anyway, also if you evolve Vigoroth during the event or up to one hour afterward, I'm so happy that they made that thing. Like yes, a that was a deal. good adjustment. Oh, please, yes. If you do that, Evolution, you will obtain a slacking that knows a special move. And, uh, well, we don't air quotes know, per se, what the move is. But the Taiwanese Pokemon Go Twitter account definitely tweeted that the special move would be Body Slam. And mm. then it was promptly deleted. Ooh. Mm, yeah leak yeah. so okay also the last feature quarter egg hash distance okay back to the important conversation here about body slam so what we were talking about in our discord was how exciting would it be if slacking had gotten literally any other fast move because if he did if he got scratched or something he would be a monster mm-hmm. if you don't know slacking only has yawn yeah as which
1: does nothing
0: quick move it does nothing but energy generation mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. the moves it can know i think it's earthquake and rough, play rough roughly, and play rough? hyper beam, hyper beam. Uh-huh. i think it can know hyper beam yes and do- those three are pretty awesome so body slam in the mix would, would give it an edge because it would be you know a two bar charge move instead of all three of those or one bar charge moves right so it would be a little bit more of a showing but if it had a quick move because of its naturally high base stats It would be a monster, an absolute monster,
2: which is why they probably won't do it. For those of you who don't know, Slacking in the main series game has a ability called Truant that is used to counteract his massive stats. And what happens with Truant is that every other turn, Slacking just won't use a move. You'll give it instructions and you'll just be like Slacking chose not to do it so isn't it like loafing around or something yeah like that? Wh- whatever i don't remember the term that that sounds right <laughs> so yawn was basically the compromise to his massive base stats Right. So, I mean, Slacking
0: has been scaled down to be appropriate for Pokemon Go, but he's still the CP king right now. He has the highest CP ceiling.
1: Best in gym, In the
0: entire game. Best yes. gym defender. He's a very good defender. Mm-hmm. The only thing being is that literally any fighting type will wreck him. Yes. But that's why Playroth is so good on him, because fairy type attacks are super effective against fighting. So if he gets that off, mm-hmm. you are donezo. So up and down. Anyway, I mean, are you guys excited about Body Slam all the same? Yeah. 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 Kyle, not really. <laughs> okay. Now, are you not excited about body slam? Or are
2: you not excited about slack off? Uh, a little bit of both. Like, I don't need a team of six slack off. No one, no one really does. Ooh. So that makes. How are you this... going
1: to put a defender in every single gym nearby, Kyle? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. in
2: case you don't know, I'm instinct. So I only put defenders <laughs> in gyms that I take. And I'm not going around (laughs) and taking 10 gyms because I don't have time for that. Be the change you want to see in the world, Kyle. Come on, get out there. I can't even hold the gym that is literally five feet from my my window right now. So (laughs) like slack off is just not that exciting. It's cool, especially I know there are people who don't have a lot of slack off candy because it's not it's not exactly a common spawn, although it is in 10K eggs. And then body slam, like you said, might. Just be worse for his intended role as a defender, because you're going to want that play rough in order to at least somewhat counter the fighting types that they bring to take the gym. You do get stabbed, though, with Body Slam. Yeah, but like his, his DPS is so bad with Yawn. It's like 18 or something like that, which is really bad. That is pretty awful. But uh,
0: anyway, if you like having a Pokemon with like a really high number for its combat power, that's the that's the Pokemon to get And this community day is for you, trainer. I would still go out and do this. I mean, a quarter egg hatch distance is, is fun. Finding shinies is fun. Catching pink Pokemon that aren't green is something to be wildly <laughs> celebrated across the land. It's true. Light the fires of Gondor. Let them know like it's not green. Thank Hank. Hanky. Yeah. That's in two weekends, so we'll set our shiny goals on the next episode. How about that? Sound good? Yep. All yep. right. Don't let me forget, because I will if Kyle's not here. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next thing here. We now know our raid bosses for the rest of the summer. And, additionally, because we do, we can now be disappointed in our raid bosses Yay! for the rest of the summer. Hey. Hey. Okay, we're all on the same page here. Awesome. <laughs> so, uh, the first one out of the three that we now know... Is actually probably arguably the most exciting, really? at least in, in novelty. Absolutely. I don't think
2: no, so, hear no, tec- me on a technical level,
0: okay? Hear me out, okay? Yes, all right. Kyle knows exactly where I'm going. All right, so Cresselia no. is our first boss. Actually, started yesterday on May 27th the at bananager. 1 p.m. The yes, ready for it? It's the return, return of the, the bananager. bananager. May 27th through June 18th is the first window. And the novelty that I mentioned earlier here is that shiny Cresselia will now be available with almost no fanfare, literally thrown into a bunch with two others that are less than exciting because we've seen them a million times, but we'll get there in just a second. So Cresselia is going to be shiny. I actually really like the shiny model for
2: Cresselia. It's got like really cool, like green highlights in it instead of like that pink, weird looking thing it's got going on. It's okay. I definitely wouldn't really have a comment on it other way.
0: Mm. I'm looking for things to get excited about here, Kyle. This is my silver lining.
2: Okay. (laughs) Your green lining. Yeah, have your your green lining.
0: The green highlights, and you're just like, ooh, another one. But here it is. After that window, on June 18th, after Cresselia ends, through June 27th, returning, champion in the corner, weighing in at one whale, Kyogre. Yay! Yay.
1: I'm excited about Kyogre. I like like whales.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Okay. All right. All right. So, knowing that, we'll probably raid Kyogre the most in this household because it is a whale and. Deserves to be you know, met out in the wild. I and caught a whale mare today
1: and it was great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's her dopamine hit for the day. Just one whale mare.
1: Woohoo!
0: I'm good. <laughs> you know, it's it's
1: the little things.
0: Yes. Or the big things. The big round the spherical big
1: whale things. Whale things. Yeah,
0: anyway, <laughs> Kyogre's coming back. The shiny has already been out. It's an exciting shiny if you haven't had the chance to get it He's before. Pink. It's bright pink. So, like all good shinies, if we're yes, being very honest. bright pink. I'm, I'm less than excited for this one because we've seen it so often. Well, you're wrong. It's not okay on a technical level. I feel like it's just not exciting because we've seen it so many times, and that's it. That's my only gripe. It's not like Kyogre's a bad Pokemon. It's a good Kyogre's Pokemon. great. You should have tons of Kyogres. So but we have the- tons of Kyogres. I don't. <laughs> okay, we and I, to could get use- I could use. I could use more
1: Kyogre candies because he disappeared after last summer. And now I need more candy so I can power up my Kyogre.
0: He's been back since. No,
1: nope, yeah, really. He was
0: back in February. Yeah, he was back earlier this mm-hmm. year. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, so here's here's a new goal. I'm going to raid Kyogre so often with Ness that the next time Kyogre comes around, she can join us, Kyle, in not being happy about Never. it. Never. All right. Well, it's a whale. It so
2: you're, you're fighting a losing battle there.
0: <laughs> Swimming upstream, as it were. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> Anything else about Kyogre, guys? Or are we just going to? All right. It can okay. be shiny. You know, it wants a shiny, always a shiny. Technically. It's great. Exciting. And you're wrong, Chris. Okay. All right. Fair enough. We'll agree to disagree.
1: Which means we all agree.
0: I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And lastly, but actually it might be least, June 27th through July 10th, Groudon returns back to raids yet again. Now, Mm -hmm. you might be like, well, Chris, we just saw Groudon for the Earth Day celebration. And, well, you'd be right. Uh, We did literally just see Groudon. Like,
2: two and a half weeks ago
0: yeah Yeah. not very long ago okay now granted this is starting in june the end of june through you know like the first week or so of july so you know we have some time before then but this is going to be after we probably had some severe fatigue from kyogre raids to see groudon again just seems kind of uninspired i understand the return of Cresselia because it's a brand new shiny but kyogre and groudon we've already had the shinies for and yes
2: they're out and stuff like that but I don't know. It's just, it just doesn't feel good to me. You know what this reminds me of? Last year when we had three months of Reggie's <laughs> and nobody wanted to do raids at all. Yeah. like One the granted, this the months is... and
1: months of legendary birds yeah. over and over again. Legendary <laughs> birds.
2: <Yeah. laughs> granted, this is only a month and a half. So they are going to be around for less time than a normal legendary raid is. You know, we'll see what happens in the second half of the summer. So here's here's one thing, though. Nested
0: mentioned that we had months and months and months of legendary birds, and she is not incorrect. Although, hear me out. We saw the legendary birds a few times. And then during all the Go Fest, Safari Zone stuff that happened, we got those raid days. Now, the raid days are a really good way of making a not exciting Pokemon very exciting for raids. I was
1: still not very excited.
2: I mean, I was out there on foot running running. through neighborhoods until I did 26 and didn't get one. But, you know, (laughs) the Moltres, I remember about it. But you walked away with a burlap sack filled to the brim of stardust and experience and good memories. I need those raid days again so that I don't have to do the hard work to get to level 40. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair.
0: Somebody made a a tweet, and forgive me, I'm so sorry if you're listening to this, and I don't remember who you are, but they had this question, they're like, you know, uh, I actually wouldn't mind seeing the Reggies again this summer, and... I was like, yeah, I guess so. It made me think about it. Like, in what situation would I be OK with seeing the Reggies again? Somebody else said, you know, it'd be cool if it was leading up to Reggie Gigas. And in my mind, I was like, I would be totally cool with seeing them if they were just for raid days, three hours on one day, just get a bunch of them done, especially if they have a bonus like we did last summer, you know, double Stardust or double experience or more chances for rare
2: candy or whatever it was that might be the only way. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be upset if they came back for like two weeks at a time because it would only be their second time ever. As long as after those six weeks, we did get Regigigas and they didn't just pull a 180 and put another Pokemon in just for the heck of it. What about
0: the Shinies? We haven't seen them yet. Yeah.
2: No. Would you be thrilled to raid if the Regis could be shiny? I would not be thrilled, but I'm still missing one of them so like you know i'd still be going for it i just have to get in there in the first two weeks because otherwise nobody's going to be doing them
0: (laughs) it's true yeah that's right i forgot about that wow what a drought that that was my goodness so bad it was it was pretty bad anyway yeah so those are the raid bosses you guys can look forward to if you don't have them already and if you do you know get out there and raid with your your fellow friends because You know, they're not going to be around for too long. I mean, May 27th to June 18th is the longest window, but the 18th to the 27th of June is nine days. It's not very long at all for Kyogre. And then it's a longer window for Groudon. I don't don't really get why it's these windows the way that they are. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Why is it nine days
2: for Kyogre? Maybe it's because this is Kyogre's fourth or fifth time, and this is only Groudon's third. Might be... I guess that makes sense. Fourth. Fourth. It's Maybe, just weird for me that it's not yeah. uniform.
1: Maybe it has something to do with GoFest being around those transition dates.
2: It's possible. What if? That's a possibility.
0: Yeah. What if they put these guys in there because they're going to do what they've done in the past and have weekends pop in? They're like, eh, it's going to be this special Pokemon just for like two days this weekend. Like, what if they do that? That's and what I think. These guys here because they know that we won't be sad while they're gone.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm giving Niantic yeah. a lot of credit here.
1: Yeah. Look.
2: Look. We've done this before and we've been like, oh, they just had no actual plan behind it. It's okay.
0: Yeah, that's true. Except the Meltan thing definitely caught us unawares, Kyle. You and I were convinced (sighs) that it was a joke or a glitch or something. I still
2: think it's a joke.
0: All right. Well, hey, (laughs) (laughs) that's fair enough. Anyway, so the next last two pieces of news here are kind of one of the same in a way. Uh, And they're not necessarily Pokemon Go related, but one of them does definitely have to do uh, with part of it has to do with Pokemon Go. So the first thing here is the Pokemon business strategy presentation, which is happening in, I think, like 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Boy. Man, oh, man. So the Pokemon Company is hosting its 2019 press conference, Tokyo, Japan, on Tuesday, May 28th. That's today. Today. You can watch the event live at Pokemon.com starting at 6 p.m. Pacific time. That's, again, in, well, 13 minutes now for us. My goodness. The press conference is expected to cover a number of topics of interest to Pokemon fans, including... New upcoming titles and clarifications on existing Pokemon titles, such as probably a little bit on Sword and Shield. I wouldn't expect too much based on what the second thing is that we're going to talk about here. But maybe the new mobile game, Rumble Rush, that they've been talking about. Probably the new DNA title they also talked about, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also going to cover updates on Pokemon Go. So I'm kind of excited to see what that is. But knowing that we are the last Pokemon Go podcast that at least I listen to, and I, I try to listen to all of them. In this cycle for this week, we're the closest to being able to cover it, but we're not going to be <laughs> quite, quite there. Not, not quite. quite. there. So you'll probably have to hold out for most people to cover this next week, probably starting, you know, Sunday and Monday. And the shows usually roll out. Uh, the other thing is, like I alluded to, the Pokemon Direct Sword and Shield. on June 5th at 6 a.m. Pacific time for Ooh. roughly, roughly, 15 minutes of new information on Pokemon Sword and Shield for Nintendo Switch in a live streamed Pokemon Direct presentation. And then it's going to be pretty much on speculation on what the new titles will hold.
1: That's early for everybody.
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah, 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 that's pretty early.
1: Are you going to wake up for it? Uh, You'll probably be awake.
2: Yeah, I'll be up. I'll be up for that. Yeah, you'll
1: be
0: fine.
2: I want to see it. It's fine. Absolutely not. (laughs) I'll catch all the important information when I wake up four hours later. Thanks, Twitter. Wait, that'll be 8 a.m., right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. no problem. I'll have been up
0: for like an hour by then. Uh, (laughs) We're fine. Either
2: way, I'm really excited for the Pokemon Direct, at least, because I want more Sword and Shield info. Yeah, definitely. Really badly. They give us so much, and then they just like nothing for the longest time. And it's supposed to come out in 2019, so.
1: (sighs) That's now. That's, that that is give it to us now, and it's not well, too much longer.
2: It's gonna be what probably quarter four, right? Yeah, I mean that would make the most sense given how little information we have about it. We'll see. But what do you guys think the going back to the, the business strategy? Because I, mm-hmm. I just
0: kind of laid those two out really quick, but circling back to the business strategy presentation, what do you guys think the updates on Pokemon Go are really gonna cover? Because they've been alluding to a few things here and there on the on Twitter and. Like we've done interviews and had conversations with a lot of people that have influence with Niantic and experience with them that I'm sure no more than they're letting on. You know, what do you guys what do you guys think it could be?
1: I think they might get into the EAR arena. That we've seen kind of on and off where, you know, you can battle real time with other trainers. I think that might be on the horizon, especially with AR Plus having been out for a bit now.
0: Yeah, definitely. And they've been like refining that technology Mm -hmm. over and over again.
1: All the trailers looked so cool. That's what I think is coming up is the AR Arena.
0: Yeah, especially all this tech around occlusion. We haven't seen any of that actually brought into Mm -hmm. Pokemon Go yet. I think it's about time. Kyle, what do you think?
2: I honestly have no idea. I've never watched... Or seen one of these before, so I don't even know what to expect coming out of it. Are you going to watch it, though? Uh, No, probably not. <laughs> Because it's probably going to be really boring. So I'm going to catch the roundups that other people are going to do. Yeah. The cliff notes, the people. Yeah. Either news articles or some people I follow on YouTube and stuff making videos on it because there's no way I'm sitting there and watching that.
0: Fair enough. See, now these boring sorts of business strategy things are right up my alley. So I'm definitely (laughs) going to watch it. If I have to go back and watch it from the get go, I will. I mean, so when they did the Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield thing, Ness was where were you? You weren't in the house. You, no, That was before we moved. So Ness had a wicked long commute. Mm-hmm. And so she was driving to work and I was watching this. I was like getting ready in the morning. I was like, you know, just in my pajamas, still just sitting up in bed watching this thing. And I was like almost crying because I was so excited. <laughs> <about this. laughs> and so I, I'm not like these things get me. I love it when they come out. I'm so happy that. Nintendo is doing their own directs. Like I like them a lot more than when they were at E3 or as opposed
2: to an E3 style presentation. I do like the Nintendo direct style they've doing. I just it's kind of wearing on me how little or how how much they're doing it. It's more of a drip feed. I'd rather just them give me all information at once or just like hold off, you know, instead of five minute direct here and then three months later, here's a 10 minute direct here how about just at the end of four months, just give me the whole 20 minutes instead? Because that's true. It's it's brutal sometimes. You're like, but there's you know going to be a direct. You watch it and there was no information. And you're like, well, now I got hyped for nothing, <laughs> which is why you don't get hyped for video games.
0: Uh, I'm very bad yeah, at you, that, though. You think that would be. Yeah, I was about to say, like, that might be a lesson that we should have learned a long time ago, but I refuse to learn it.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Guys, yeah, you should definitely watch both of those, or you know get get the cliff notes from your favorite YouTuber or person that writes up news articles. We'll have links to these things in our show notes, as we always do, so you can know where to find them. Courtesy of Pokemon Go Hub, of course. So
2: let's move on from the news to Gear Up. So this week on Gear Up, want to talk about the relevance of the new Generation Four Pokemon that just got released. What was it? Not ten days ago? It's been forever. I don't even. I don't even remember what time it is anymore. <laughs> Just gonna look at the relevance specifically with raids and taking gyms and stuff like that because I am not knowledgeable on PvP. I know there are a couple. I took note as I was reading through what was changing. First up is Magnazone. Long story short, he's good. I know we talked a while back. You're like, hey, is he really good? He is good. He's not as good as Electivire, but he. Does have a higher TDO. He is still behind Raikou in terms of electric attackers, but, you know, top three, not not too bad for a relatively easy-to-obtain Pokemon. I say that with air quotes. <laughs> Lots of air quotes this week. Next up is Probopass. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's, yeah. he's bad. I love him. For PVE.
1: <laughs> I love him anyway.
2: He, <laughs> he has really low base attack, really bad stamina, but he has very high defense. I'm gonna assume he's he's one people have been talking about for PVP because of this. Yes.
0: So at at regionals it was either you had Bastiodon, but
2: Probopass was also an option. Good anchor. He's a good wall for sure. Well, that's nice because you know, as you know from how much you walked, Bastiodon's not quite so easy to get no. to that level. <laughs> no, not not at all. Next up is Leafion, and Leafion's actually pretty good. It has worse DPS than Rose Raid. But it's TDO is on par with the frenzy plant Venusaur. For those of you who haven't been around for the community days, it's it's a good replacement. How often are you going to need a grass type attacker? Kyogre. Yeah. You know, Kyogre. That's it's coming up. So get your Leafeons ready. Glaceon actually has more DPS than Mamoswine. Believe it or not. Well, it has a different moveset. I believe it's Ice Shard and Ice Beam. It's actually pretty good. It is behind in TDO because, you know, Mammoth Swine is really bulky, but it's, it's, it's a big boy. He's a big boy. <laughs> but Glaceon is still a good option. And I believe it's also better than the other choices besides Mammoth Swine, which would be Jinx and Weavile. So Weavile still the glass cannon, but Glaceon is right there at number two. Honorable mention from you two with Ice Beam, if you don't want to switch out your teams for any reason like okay i'm i love that that's a thing but i hate that that's a thing
0: <laughs> like i want i want an ice type
2: to have the crown you know like it frustrates me that Mewtwo's the best ice attacker with that i mean mammal swine is 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 there you know but it only really matters when you're against dragon types so right 100 next up is Hippowdon. i don't know what to make of this pokemon <laughs> have they been talking about it for pvp because no It's a mess. It doesn't have a quick move with stab, and then its charge moves are just kind of all over the place. If somebody finds a use for Hippowdon, I will be impressed.
0: I mean, there's always a space for, for
2: bulky ground types, right? Definitely. Yes, potentially. So to save the best for last, he will probably have his own section on gear up at some point because of how good he is. And I'm talking, of course, about Garchomp. Garchomp is a monster both for dragons and ground type. He doesn't have the best DPS for either, but his TDO is so much higher than the other dragon types, like almost 50% higher than Rayquaza or Salamence with Legacy. Yeah, it's Garchomp is just miles ahead. He's only very slightly behind Groudon in terms of TDO for ground type attackers. So he's good. It's very, very good. Is that why I can't catch any? I still haven't got one. Oh, man. So uh, rumor, rumor has it
0: that uh, he does show up in magnetic lures. Why? You know, I couldn't tell you. I don't like this. I don't like this snooze. <laughs> OK, well, why? Because you're going to be like, well,
2: tempted to, to just get a bunch of magnetic lures and, and camp out somewhere. I know I'm going to I'm going to do it and I'm just going to like have a terrible time. And like 30 <laughs> okay. minutes later, I'm just going to be like, why did I do this?
0: <laughs> like I'm 12 I'm 12 Magnemite Richer. <laughs> but i'm poor still i don't know how
2: <laughs> there were a couple other new release pokemon we didn't really touch on because they're not really relevant like the burmy line or the cherubi line
0: see that reminds me have we done a uh, a Sinnoh badge check
2: in a while not since the new ones are released okay we should i was staying up it. to date but okay kyle where are you at man i'm at 78 okay
0: 78 is not bad it ain't bad at all Ness is looking it up right now. What you got? 68. 68. That's not bad either. I'm sitting at 88.
1: Hey. So we're all 68, 78, and 88.
0: Yes, we're all all 10 apart. (laughs) All right. The thing is, I haven't been able to evolve my shellos into a gastrodon yet. Yep. I did catch a, a bunch of Burmy. So I, you know, I need to get one of those up to uh, Wormodim and the other one up to Mothma if I can. We'll see how it goes. The biggest struggle for the longest time was trying to find a Cherubi and then also to find the sunshine form of Cherim.
2: (laughs) Doesn't (laughs) exist. It's just overcast all the time.
0: I've caught, I've caught a bunch. I'll, I'll share some with you. But here's the thing. The weather around here has been so bad. It's been terrible <laughs> for so long. Yeah, it's been so so, so terrible that the only thing around has been. I was convinced, as you were saying, that overcast form for Cherim is the only one that exists. I mean, good news is, of course, they they fill the same Pokedex slots. So yeah, what are you gonna do? And I still need to evolve into a Hippowdon. I have def. I definitely have enough Hippopotas. Hippo potato. Yeah, hippo potato candies like. I got like two hundred, I think. So I've definitely got. Wow. To do it. There's a nest near my, nearby my work, and so like still that's a lot of, days, of
2: that's a lot of catching.
0: It's two hours, you know, of just casual catching. It's all right, uh, not too bad. Anyway, anything else for gear up? That was it for meta relevancy, right? Yep. Stick a fork in that one, and uh, we'll move on to uh, the Pokalore.
1: So this week we're going to talk about Uxie, the knowledge Pokemon. Yuxi is a small, gray, fairy-like Pokémon with two gray tails that are each encrusted with a red gem. These are, presumably, two of the jewels which make up the red chain. Yuxi has a partially yellow face with another red gem encrusted into its forehead. Its head faintly resembles that of a helmet or a human brain. Hmm. Yuxi always has its eyes closed, as it can wipe out the memory of those who see its eyes. Yuxi's spirit (laughs) can leave its body without dying and return at will. Well, it created all knowledge in the Pokemon universe, and Ooh. it has shown that Uxie can create an illusion and can teleport itself, as well as other Pokemon and humans. Though it's very shy, Uxie will attack with force if it or the other Lake Guardians, Mesprit or Azelf, are threatened.
0: Sorry, Mesprit. 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 Yes.
1: So its max cp is 2524. Ooh. Pretty Ooh. good defense stat of 270 which is hindered by a low attack and stamina of 156 and 181 respectively. So it can defend, maybe because it has its eyes closed. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. If you can't see it, it's not dangerous. Right. That's not real. Oopsie. That's <laughs>
0: the, the the ostrich pokémon.
1: <laughs> so its best move set is going to be confusion and future sight. It's all right. It's all right. It's fun. It's fun to have.
0: All right. So, you know, you want to know the redeeming quality of this Pokemon? It
1: keeps its eyes closed. It's
0: under 1500 when you catch it, whether oh, the other two are not. So I see that makes, unless you catch one in the wild and it's absolute trashola, this is the only one that can be used in PvP at the mm. Great League mm. level, which is the competitive tier as of right now. Yes. So, I mean, it's a dex filler otherwise. So yep. As they so, usually are, I feel like. It's still in a better spot than Misprit is. Yeah. Nobody really cares about that Pokemon, unfortunately. I know, Kyle, you have any affection towards Uxie? Or are we just excited that we finally closed this chapter on Pokalore now that we've covered all three of them?
2: Yeah, no, it's like I feel bad for the regions that have Uxie and, and Mesprite, honestly. Yeah.
0: I mean, Azelf is arguably the only one that's usable. We've talked about this before because it's the one that has the attack stat as its main stat, right? So but even then, man, I've never used one. I don't feel, like, motivated to power one up. No. Like, yeah, It's just me, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, hey, that's Pokalore. You know what we didn't talk about? What? We didn't talk about how extraordinary Raid Week went for us, which is something I really want to touch on before we get to this PvP section really quick, just because I feel like it was kind of underwhelming, you know? I know that this event's come to an end the other day, right? And... You know, for those of you that don't know, it was Extraordinary Raid Week last week, and there was two raid events. There was a, a raid window from like 6 to 7, and then we had the Lapras Day was one of the things as well. But throughout the week, it was supposed to be increased raids of all types. It was supposed to be a, this great array of raid Pokemon with double raid Stardust and double raid experience. And to be very honest, raids really just were not around more frequently than normal. No, and I was, think it was
1: pretty much the usual mine it's yeah. so like give or take an hour here or there i really didn't see too many increased raids at all and, I, and that may be because i'm downtown in chicago all of the time and there's a lot of raids everywhere so it's kind of hard to tell but
0: yeah but like i was seeing screenshots from people that like they were all over the subreddit that were like screenshots of the nearby raids at like 1 p.m and within eyesight they could see 10 right on their screen and there's no upcoming raids I'm like wow raid week is really really kicking off like i don't really i think the messaging was kind of mixed you know i mean yes you got bonuses throughout the week but they kind of gave this impression that raid week was just going to be like raid heavy like raids everywhere all the time you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i don't feel like we really got that so i agree yeah kyle what was your experience this past week any different than normal
2: No, not at all. And I was actually going to mention, I would probably spend more money on the game if they did a raid week, like a real raid week that focused on one to three star raids. Like I'd actually go out and I'd do them because I wouldn't need to coordinate with everybody. I could coordinate with one or two people and just have, you know, a nice outing. As it stands, even if they did boost the rates of raid spawning, I'm not going to coordinate any more raids because more than enough raids usually spawn if your discord is active enough to coordinate. So definitely.
0: Yeah, I agree with that 100%. It just, yeah, I mean, there was no difference other than those two windows that were events within the events. There really wasn't like an increased, like rush to go get raids done you know what i mean like nobody was like the discord was just as active as it was there wasn't a spike there wasn't you know anything super special anyway i think it's cool that they're doing like new events and stuff like this but at the same time like i kind of feel like i just got disappointed
2: i mean i feel like nothing really happened so like yeah that's
0: that's a thing it's
2: like it's barely even qualifies as disappointment because there wasn't even a hint of what could have been good so like i'm not even down about it happening it yeah, might as well have just fair. been another week with too many events in it, which is okay.
0: If they had just said these two events were happening and not the overarching raid week. But at the same time, the bonuses were nice because I did get to do like some one-star raids and I definitely needed it for the Stardust farm because here we go. <sighs> PVP section. Oh boy. Regionals recap. Guess what I did for the first time last week. Regionals. Well, okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I suppose that's technically true. No, no, no,
1: R slash. Technically true.
0: Let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> All right. No, the the first thing I'm gonna say here is that I spent seven hundred thousand stardust in one sitting. Wow. Oh my god. Yes. And it was to build the following team. And this is my team for regionals, by the way. Not not just random Pokemon. This is the team I brought to regional invitations. So my first Pokemon, the boy, the one that really brought it home most of the time, Azumarill. He came out to a cool 1500. He had Bubble, Ice Beam, and Play Rough. Now, to those of you that might not be PvP savvy, the reason you bring Play Rough is that he's literally just a wall for any sort of, like, fighting-type Pokemon because Power-Up Punch is not very effective against it, so it can soak all that stuff up. And then Play Rough does, like, a ton of damage if it actually gets off because it's Fairy-type. Second up on the roster, Bastiodon at 1408. He's not as high as he should have been because I ran out of time. <laughs> I didn't have enough stardust, and I certainly did not have enough candy. I spent 100 rare candy on this guy over oh the course my of Oh, my God. Time. Yep, just to get him to where he
2: is. You, you never know. get to say anything about what you use your candy on anymore. <laughs> <laughs> never again. It,
0: it, was, it was to
2: a very good end, okay? You know what? We can determine that the next time you use Bastiodon. Fair enough. I will probably use him at the
0: up when we do our PvP Cup. <laughs> if you're listening and you're, you're competing, just forget I said that. I'm not tipping my hand. All right. Bastiodon at 1408. He had Smackdown, Stone Edge, and Flamethrower. Flamethrower? Oh, a rock and ground type. What use is that? Well, Skarmory. That's the use right oh, there. Oh, I see. Scarberry is uh, next up on my roster here at fourteen ninety. I actually had a fourteen ninety nine, but I had to hedge my bets <laughs> and go with the one I had already invested in because I needed the Stardust for other things. He had Air Slash, Sky Attack, and Flash Cannon, basically just to you know win the Mirror match. Right next up, Meta at fourteen twenty seven with Counter, Ice Punch, and Power Up Punch. He's at fourteen twenty seven because that's max. He's max level. A lot of stardust went into that guy too. I've wasted so many charge TMs this week, too. I don't even want to talk about numbers. Oh my gosh. Anyway, Metacham necessary. He's great. Power up punch spam. That's your boy. Speaking of your boy. Wish cash at 1497. Mudshot spam with mud bomb spam. Baby and Blizzard for that clutch uh oh i forgot i was flying type and now i'm donezo by this guy he's great he's tanky he's wonderful he's got a mustache he's a little fish guy he's awesome what's not to love about wish cash? the
1: mustache really sealed it for me
0: yeah that's what i'm telling yep i'm, I'm saying like that's it yeah that's the thing mm-hmm. awesome that's it lastly i brought a shiny ivysaur <laughs> we got him to, I only got him to 1430, but if I had had enough Stardust, because Lord knows I had enough candy, that's for sure, he would have been 15 even. Wow. And even sweeter, Ness traded it to me. Yeah. Oh. So uh, I brought Razor Leaf Power Whip and Sludge Bum on him, and I know a lot of people are like, you know, you should have brought Frenzy Plant Venusaur. Well, let me tell you, Ivysaur instead, he doesn't have Frenzy Plant. But Razor Leaf span is still great, and Ivysaur gets to a higher level and much higher HP than Venusaur did at the same level. Pretty good,
1: mm-hmm.
0: awesome, and that was it. So uh, I brought this team in, spent a lot of time, a lot of investment, and uh, you know I, I met up with a, a bunch of friends at the show. Terry Wolf. Uh, legendary moo and lalo flames i met with them and a couple of other people that we know but they were competing alongside myself and um you know, i caught a train there and uh, i met them and they were driving terry was like hey where are you at like we're parking when do you want to meet up i'm like you know i got down here a little bit early because i needed to farm some stuff he's like why i'm like i don't have enough stardust <laughs> And it was probably the most embarrassing thing that I had to admit because on multiple occasions, he's he's said, Chris, you really got to catch everything that you see because that stardust is, is, you know, that's what you need. You really need stardust. And I'm like, but I'm more of like a shiny checker. You know, everybody knows that I'm more of a shiny checker than anything else. And it came back to bite me in the butt. I could have had a 1500 Ivysaur. I could have flexed that guy all over the place.
1: How'd you do I though?
0: Missed my opportunity. Well, I went three and four. That's not bad. It's not 0 and 26, like you I said it might right? be. Mostly because there weren't 26 rounds. There okay. were only 7. That's a start. If there had been 26 rounds, I probably would have gone 3 and 23 if we're being very honest with ourselves. So uh, I was pretty thrilled, I think. Yeah. We did okay. Yeah. All of us had a good time. Everybody that we came with, at least won two of their matches. So we did We did Okay. Um, It was a really cool experience. The people that won, though, let me tell you, they were bringing a very particular Pokemon that was, like, killer. So there is, if you have a Haunter that has a legacy move from a really long time ago that has Shadow Ball on it. And then if it has Shadow Claw as its quick move, and then you can flex in either Shadow Punch, which is a three-bar charge move for its seconds charge move, or it can learn Sludge Bomb as a poison move. I might have that wrong. It might be a different. Anyway, it's a poison move. And that poison move counters Azumarill
1: because oh. it's fairy
0: typing. Mm-hmm. So this thing would just take down most of the walls. It's pretty crazy. I, of course, did not have one of those like legacy haunters because when I probably did have one, I didn't know
2: I wanted to keep him at the time. Me you... too. <laughs> like, I when... knew I had one of those. And I think I just <sighs> evolved it to a Gengar. But like this was before PvP came out. So. Yeah. Yeah
0: but it was a positive experience. I'd recommend if you are not interested in PVP or you haven't been interested in PVP in the past, maybe give it a try. Try your hand at it. See if it's cool or not. And that would, you know, include more than, you know, do Do more than just battling with a couple of friends. Like show up to a sanctioned Sylph Arena event and and see what's going on. Read, read a guide. You know, we, we talk about those and we link those whenever we talk about them on the show, to be very honest. And I would recommend just... Build build a team based on that guide and go in and see how you do. It's really really fun. Regionals were it was a positive experience. I'm very excited to see worlds at the Sylph, uh after party at GoFest. I'm just I'm, I'm excited. It'll be fun.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Anyway, enough of me talking. Back to Ness with the Pokepole.
1: Last week's question was, What newly released Pokemon are you most excited for? Julia says, My response to the Pokepole is the Gibble line. I caught a Gabite in the wild, and watch your back, because Garchomp is the best non legendary Pokemon in Sinnoh in the game. So everyone's going to have one in the gyms. Ooh. That's fair. Marlo says, Gibble, hashtag Dracaris. Melody1477, friend of the show and sister, says, I love Shellos. He's a cute little derpy guy. That's, That's so true. true. Oh. Legendary <laughs> Moo says, Probo Pass. My boy, Probopass. For sure. He's a PvP machine. That's for function anyhow. For flavor, evolutions are always cool. Mikey Midas says, I love having Magnezone as an option in raids now. I stood in the pouring rain next to a Magnetic Lure to evolve as many as possible. That's dedication. Mm -hmm. They'll join my primary electric attackers along with Zapdos, Raikou, and a 100% Electivire.
0: Oh, that's a nice trophy.
1: Darth Ninja Lemon. Love your name. Says, definitely Garchump. I love that dragon shark. And just the average Joe says gotta love Gibble. he's the most adorable little shark dragon, not to be confused with the previous dragon, Shark, and he'll certainly have a meta relevance. So this week's poll. it's a new raid week. What's your go-to lineup, Kyle?
2: Well, I try and tailor my teams to at least counter whatever I'm encountering, but if I were to use a generic team, I do have one set up, and it's got my almost maxed out Giratina origin form, my maxed shiny lucky Gengar. Wow. My almost maxed Mewtwo, my Smackdown Tyranitar, and then a bite crunch Tyranitar too. Nice. That's that a six? good team. I think that's six.
1: It's pretty solid. Chris, what about you?
2: Uh, well,
0: Pokemon Go thinks that my go-to team is six Aggrons, no matter what. <laughs> this is why so- you
2: feed your Aggrons away for candy.
1: See, I do that. I leave them like... If they're not dead, they're almost dead. But even if there's like 10% life left, the game's like, how about your 10% Aggron?
0: <laughs> have you considered? I don't I have an Aggron, Aggron anymore. I was just like, no. no. I don't, I don't well, have one. not blended him. All right. Here's the thing. Okay. Let me, let me tell you my story with Aggron really quick. It's short and sweet. Before I knew Aggron was bad. I definitely powered up like three of them. Oh my god, like to max. Because mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, there's all these errands around, it's got a high CP, yeah. Yeah. and there's always suggesting me to put them into raids. Yes, so they have to be good. Wrong, Chris, of two years ago, they're <laughs> garbage. Don't <laughs> use them. People call you out in raid groups. <laughs> Seriously, it's true. It's true. it doesn't matter how casual the group is. Someone's like, Oh, who put the air? Egg... Yeah, oh my yeah. gosh, you know, and I mean, like. I mean, it's a cool looking Pokemon, kind of, you know, it looks like a little samurai and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. But yeah, he's just not good. He's not good. My go to lineup, though, is some assortment of like my perfect maxed out Dragonite, you know, Smackdown, Tyranitar's. And depending, I will put in a couple Gengars that I have like pretty much maxed out. Mm -hmm. And I have one Mewtwo that's maxed. Yep. One. And he's got Shadow Ball.
1: Yep, I have my my I'm Shadow jealous. Ball Mewtwo in there as well. Jealous. My my Smackdown Tyranitars. Yep. I think depending on what it is, um, I might get a Gengar in there. Let's see what's been popping up lately. It's been a lot of Tyranitars, honestly. Oh, definitely Machamp. Just, Machamp has Machamp been Machamp's in there. A good one. Um, occasionally I'll get a Dragon thrown in, like my Giratina Origin form. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean the, the the usual suspects. Our, our,
1: our big guys. You yeah. Know? Really. So if you'd like to answer this week's Pokepoll. It's a new Raid Week. What's your go-to lineup? You can hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, on our email, our webpage, but we'll go over all that in just a minute.
0: And that minute is right now. Right now. Right. So you can send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. This past week, everybody was so busy with Raid Week, we didn't get any emails.
2: My heart's broken.
0: No, we did get one from Julius, but it was an answer to the PokePole, so it went in that section. So Julius, as always, thanks for the emails. If you guys would like to send us an email, again, mail at gocastpodcast.com. And I cannot stress enough that you can literally email us about anything. If it's Pokemon related, if it's not, hit us up. We'll talk about it. If I mean, it'd be cool if it was Pokemon related, but it doesn't have to be.
1: I but, just like emails. I like reading the emails.
0: Yeah, it's fun. It's a good time. You can also visit our website at gocastpodcast.com, which two updates. Well, one's a reminder. and One's an update. First one, we're having them reap up. There's an info page, an event details page, and an RSVP page on our website. If you are interested in going, please go there and RSVP. Secondly, also on that page is a link to the Mareep Up t-shirt that I designed and we we kind of put together. uh, And it's up on a TeePublic store. A bunch of us have already ordered our shirts and stuff like that. So if you want to attend with the shirt, that's the way to do it. I probably order it soon since... GoFest is two weeks away, basically. Man, I can't believe it's so close. Wow, it's not only real. two weeks. Holy yeah. cow. I'm so excited. Um, But you do not have to attend the Marie Pub if you just like the shirt, if you just want it as like a, a thing to have, because, I mean, I'm pretty proud of the It's a nice logo. You, did a, like you like did a good it. job. So, so, I like it. I like it. It's a Marie Pub with some beer hanging out at a table. What's not to love? <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at GoCastPodcast. Like us on Facebook. Uh, just search for the GoCast podcast, and if you'd like to help support the show and join our Discord, which we are now gearing up for PvP remote battles, you can join our Patreon. That's patreon dot com forward slash GoCast podcast, and for one dollar a month, you'll get Discord access. There's other tiers and other cool stuff there, but one dollar gets you in the Discord. And I think that's about it, huh? Yeah. Then that wraps it up. But of course, you know. Barring one thing. No. No. It's time for the goals. Is that
1: our new goal song?
0: Nope. Well, it is now. That was a (laughs) one-time thing. That's it. (laughs) Good thing we're
1: recording that. Oh, gosh. Ness. Mm -hmm.
0: You you want me to tell you what your goal was last week so you can compare and contrast? I don't
1: remember what they were.
0: All right. Okay, cool. What is it? What's your goal for this week?
1: I'm going to go for, I'm going to keep on my my 200,000 XP that I'm doing. Because that seems to be going well. Catch a new Pokemon. Lofty goal, three new Pokemon. And catch a Cresselia, which I already did. I already got that goal. (laughs) That's (laughs) cheating. Look, you got to have a win packed in there
0: somewhere, Kyle. You got to catch another one. You need need two. (laughs) Okay. Everybody everybody, Come on. Another Cresselia. Another Cresselia. Let's (laughs) go. Banana
2: jerk. (laughs) All right, Kyle. All right. 200,000 experience, because I'm not sure how much I'll be playing this week. I want to finish some of my Sinnoh decks, but I have some specific goals in mind instead of just a general number. I'm going to evolve a Vespa Queen. I only need to walk like 10 more kilometers with my Combi, or if I catch one, you know, that's all I'll need. And I'd also like to get Hippopotas, Hippo Potato. One Hippo Potato. And I need to evolve a Magnazone. Cause I forgot to do that the last time really? I said a magnetic lure. We were all the same magnetic lure, dude. We were. We were know, all standing and there. I evolved the Probo pass, and then it was community day, so I just kept catching you were the community. Blinded Pokemon. by the glory of Probo pass, you forgot. other I Pokemon understand. Existed. I understand that. Yes, I, I couldn't
0: do. snap Ness out of her trance for a good ten minutes. She's
1: like, "Oh, I have him finally!" Look, I, I actually got a few of them. I got like a handful yeah. of Probo pass. My
0: goodness, I gaggle. It's so because you you made me trade all the nose pass I've yeah. ever caught ever to yes. you. She's just like hoarding them, like a small a small city of nose pass in her uh, Pokemon storage.
1: I'm like a nose pass dragon. <laughs> just They're all mine. On
0: your treasure trove of Nosepass. pass. Look, look. <laughs> okay, my turn. Goals this week. It's going to be man. I need I need more dust. So two hundred thousand Stardust, and uh, I'm gonna. I really I really want to catch a Gibble. And I want to uh, evolve into a Gastrodon, and I want to catch a shiny Cresselia.
1: Oh, shiny. Okay. Look at
2: yep. you. These goals. If you get a Gibble before me, though. Goals, goals. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've okay. actually, I, I think I've hatched maybe 15, 10K eggs since he's come out. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I hatched 46 eggs this past week, and, yeah. and there were nothing good. I got a few Cherubis, and that was
2: about it. Which means i mean, that, got that's, a yet. That's cool. You got to hatch them, man. I I'm, do. I'm avoiding the 5Ks because I don't have enough incubators right now. Okay. That's, that's off. So, <laughs> they're going in the permanent incubator.
0: Okay. Well, good luck to you guys on your goals. And good luck to you, trainer at home, for the goals that you've hopefully yeah. set for yourself. If you'd like to share them with us, go ahead, like I said before, and send them to mail at gocastpodcast.com. But other than that, we'll see you next week. For episode 49. Woo. We're getting real close to 50, all. We haven't missed a week yet. A little bit late, yes, but we haven't missed a week. We'll see you guys next week for 49. Good luck out there. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye.